Hi, Alex McMillan here of Success Moves. Uh, like to think perhaps I've got a lot of knowledge and experience in how to build sales teams because I've seen a lot of them over the years and I've seen what works and I've seen what doesn't. I've also seen the latest disruption caused mainly by technology but other changes as well, which is changing business models. It's changed my own in Success Moves quite dramatically. And the thing is, we're all very used to sticking to what we know and what we do and not challenging what we do or even thinking it should be challenged. It's so unconscious and habitual. Uh, but actually, we need to change. And one of those changes is that you really need now to be recruiting remotes in your sales team. Uh, I'm going to talk briefly on why I think that's an essential rather than a nice to have or, or something to consider why you've got to do it. I, I'm not suggesting you necessarily replace your current employed office based team, but I think you should at least have remotes adding to that. There should be nothing stopping you, whatever industry you're in. I hear a lot of what I really take as excuses as to why companies, sales managers, sales directors are not doing this. Um, and I'm not convinced because I'm seeing their competitors doing it. Uh, so the changes out there, uh, yes, the social media, the internet, the software that's available is enabling so many things. I mean, think about it, people. I was on the train to Gatwick yesterday near to where I live to see a friend of mine in from Barcelona. And, you know, I was seeing people coming back actually at the time I was meeting him from London. And I thought they've commuted all the way to London all the way back, probably two and a half hours journey time on, on trains just to get access to a telephone and a computer. They had all of that at home. Why bother? You know, what a lot of wasted productivity. What a, what a lot of wasted time. And they're paying, what, four, five thousand pounds a year for this privilege in direct and indirect costs just to do that. So it needs challenging. The changes out there, the disruption that's happening is also changing in sales quite dramatically uh, from outbound cold calling and so forth, uh, marketing, email shots and so forth, outbound activities, more to inbound. Uh, research clearly shows now that most people who buy anything have done research and they're 70% there when they make contact with you. I have found even myself that when I communicate with people, the first thing they want after the conversation is not a visit or, or even a proposal. They just want an email to me. And I've noticed that when I do the email, they come back the next day. They're not fobbing me off. Uh, they just want to check me out, look at my LinkedIn, look at my website, look what I've got online, do a bit of reading. And research says the average customer reads the equivalent of 30 pages, whether that's written stuff, videos, uh, podcasts on a company or on a product before actually making a buying decision. Um, and I find that absolutely incredible. But I read a lot of the research of what's being found on buyer behavior on the Internet to sort of back this up. But the outbound to inbound is coming because, you know, people now when you cold call expect you, what do you know about our company? They really expect you to know a lot. And so if you just, I get calls all the time, which I now block, that are clearly for things I would have no earthly ever used for. And the, the, the you know, very shortest research on me as a company would actually make me very targeted. They should be getting targeted leads to call and they're clearly still not doing so. Uh, so the cold calling really is now going out of fashion. It, it's going down. There's some areas where the cold calling hit 
you know, if it's like you make 10 calls and you know you've got a deal or a success, then cold calling is still worthwhile. If it's more than 10 calls to get a result, then it really is gone. Um, and you should be looking more at inbound marketing, more paying in for leads, more social media. Even if you're paid advertising, that's not enough. You've got to have massive social media to back up those leads. So that inbound has made an absolute, uh, the move to inbound uh, effect on the question about recruiting remotes because remotes in the past, and I have done it in the past, is very difficult because cold calling is best done in teams where you can get a buzz in the office and pick people up from rejection, etc. People working home alone or even in the office alone tend not to be very good at cold calling. They get disheartened very quickly, tend to give up with the rejection and maybe even the boredom of it and so forth. So now with sales teams, we're talking, we're making warm and hot calls that, that, or receiving inbound calls even. So it's a lot softer, it's a lot warmer, and it's a lot more amenable, therefore, to people working home alone. So that's a major change supporting that. The benefits of remotes, before we talk about the whys, wherefores, and hows, the benefits, you know, they're fairly obvious, um, but I think they need going through because they really are quite substantial. In fact, individual ones are substantial and a reason enough in themselves to recruit a remote team. First of all, you've got no office costs with a remote team, fairly obviously. Now, I'm based in the UK, and if you go into London, you can pay up to £1,000 a month per person for their office space. That's a lot of overhead. You've got 10 people in there. You've got 10 grand a month just to house them. So there's a, no office costs. Secondly, you've got no commuting costs or time. Now, you may see the commuting costs as the expense of the employee, but actually you're paying them the salary to pay that commuting cost. So immediately that's knocked out. You both get a saving. And of course, on the time, they can work that time and have an extra two hours productivity each day um, and not be tired with all this traveling. So that's quite a massive benefit. But I think the biggest benefit with remotes, speaking as a recruitment consultant of many years, is you've got now a 10,000 times bigger talent pool to recruit from. So you've now got no shortage of talent. You've got abundance of choice, absolute abundance. Because wherever you're based, even in a big city like London, Paris, Frankfurt, New York, wherever, you know, it's still going to be a limited talent pool uh, to try and get hold of people. The other thing is, going on on that one, is you can actually recruit in lower cost areas. I recruit and often set up uh, offices in Spain for people based from the UK to have a Spanish office because the office costs are, uh, there are actually quite a bit lower and also the remotes are, are quite a lot available. So there's all sorts of places in the world where costs of operating an office can be a lot lower. In Europe, you could go to Warsaw in Polar, Poland and have less than a tenth of the cost of uh, some of the areas in the UK. So it's quite easy to move places uh, around. So you can move them to lower cost areas and that could include even taking an office because they're not so expensive anymore. But the salaries, the cost of living, all a lot lower in these places. So the salaries you're offering are either, you can either reduce them or you can uh, have some very wealthy people by local standards and they're not going to lose your job. They're going to stick at it. They are not going to let you fire them or let them go in any way because 
they're, they're being paid a lot of money for their local conditions. So you can take advantage of that. Another big advantage, and it might relate to certain companies and not others, is a local representation. I've talked about telephone and computer access, but quite often a local sales team could be visiting face-to-face -face clients, customers as well. And therefore you can quite quickly have a local representation uh, added to it. I'm doing that myself in success moves. I'm talking to people currently in Bangalore, India, in uh, America, in, in Poland, in fact, in Germany, and in Africa. So all, all because we're looking at a local market and having a representation there, starting with a remote uh, person working and representing us in that area. So it gives you quick access to a market with a local, with local knowledge. You also have with remotes more security of staff. They can all be in different places, different countries. And if one of them goes, it's not a really big hit. Whereas if you have a central office, you can find the whole lot of them. And I've seen this many times, all decide to leave at pretty much the same time. So they can talk to each other far more openly and influence each other. So it find research shows that remote teams tend to leave less. They stay for much longer. Um, so you're recruiting less and got more security of staff. And the other thing on the benefits I'd like to finish up with, and there's a lot of research on this, productivity of remote workers is considerably higher than office-based workers. Various reasons. And, the, you know, the big one is there's no chat around the photocopier about last night's movie or going for cappuccinos and buns. People working alone don't have those digressions so much. Um, so the productivity is found to be quite higher. That's apart from all the time they save, not having to commute somewhere and back every day. OK, the next I want to talk about on why you must recruit remotes is well, one of the challenges, really, a big challenge that I find when I'm talking to clients and people is replacing habitual patterns. We all, whether we like it or not, get into patterns. It's the way the brain works. And we like to keep doing to stick with what we know. It's our safety zone. It's where we're comfortable. It's where we're the boss. It's where we're knowledgeable. And we don't feel comfortable with all that disruption that's going on. So we tend to stick. We, in fact, we quite often, it's not so much stick. We don't even challenge. We take so much for granted about the way that we do things. Um, although, in fact, the reasons could, could have long since gone. Um, why are you doing things? So, you know, the reasons have gone now. And I see even in my industry, the recruitment industry in the professional area is predominantly uh, in central London, employing people, expensive offices, high basics, you know, lots of fixed costs before they even make a sales deal. Not a way that you have to do it now in this internet age, but which is great for me, of course. But in your industry, think about it. Why can't you have remotes now? The challenges are there, but they're overcomable. There are ways people have paved the course out and pioneered to find out where you're doing it. But it's that change. In Gatwick Airport yesterday, you know, I amused to see all the people wheeling their cases about. And I can remember uh, not that long ago having to carry cases heavily for my wife and children. Really hard work. And do you realise how many years, decades, after we had suitcases being heavily lugged around airports, it took us for somebody to invent or put the idea of putting the wheel, which was already invented, of course, on a suitcase. So change quickly. Don't wait for, for 
the competition to get ahead of you and suddenly you find your market's a challenge. Change now. Now, when you get down to the practicalities of it, the biggest challenge you're going to have is the infrastructure. You can't just recruit remotes as you would the office staff and just leave them to it, which I see a lot of people actually doing. You've got to build an infrastructure. You've got to control, manage. You've got to have accountability. You've got to put training in place. You've got to have team building. You know, people are alone and there's various ways to deal with it, all established. The infrastructure can try, it depends on your business. A lot of software helps. You can be recording calls on all sorts of software, conversations, workflows, emails that are going out. You can set targets. You can have all sorts of things that help people manage themselves and know exactly what's expected of them through the day. You can have a performance-based uh, results, which needn't just be on sales, but it could be on calls made, emails out, all sorts of things that could be in the matrix of uh, that information. Training should be somewhat automated. You can do a lot online, webinars, teleclasses, uh, videos, audios, all sorts of things. But occasionally do bring everybody together once a quarter in a physical location to exchange ideas and ask them what would help them produce better. There are ways. People have done it. You can achieve all of those objectives and meet those obstacles and get on with it. Now, finally, on the recruitment of remotes themselves, I've said, yep, you've got 10,000 times a bigger talent pool to recruit from. Um, but they're different types of people. They tend to be more independent that you're looking for. And quite often you'll get what um, you, you're called digital nomads these days, people who actually move location. And that's why they want this job with you, because they can just float around the world staying in four-star hotels going from whatever area is cheap at the time to move on. So they live at fraction of the cost in luxury on a very small income is all that's needed. So you're enabling that and they can be in different locations and that can be great for them and you. Uh, you'll find with remotes, there's two types of people. Um, there's the traditional salesperson who just wants to work from home because, you know, for various reasons, uh, but you also get someone who really wants their own business and wants to be an independent freelancer. And you motivate someone like that a bit differently. They tend to be more long-term oriented. So if you want any more help on this, email, message me on any way. Always here to help. And if you like the channel, please subscribe. And we've also got a video channel on YouTube which can help you succeed and build. What we focus on is profitable salespeople. Salespeople that only salespeople that make a profit contribution, however small, but it must never be a loss, must always be a profit. And with that thought, I wish you having a fantastic day and week. Cheers for now. Bye.